You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Good afternoon, everybody. Today is March 14th, and this is Eddie. This is Marcus. And we are the Average Sports Guys. What's going on? So, we are new to the podcasting game, if you will. Marcus and I, we've, I don't know, I guess you could say we've been best friends for a couple years now. Absolutely. And so, we're just here, uh, essentially just to talk sports. I mean, we are what our title is, just average sports guys. Absolutely. Um, Do you want to get into any more about yourself? You know, let the listeners know what they're working with? Yeah, so, I'm originally from California, but... We currently reside in between D.C. and Baltimore, so right, right, right. Uh, I can't rock with them Baltimore teams. Not at all. So, <laughs> so I got to go with the Redskins, the Wizards, the Capitals, and the Nationals. Absolutely, and I'm actually from uh, the Philadelphia sports market. I was actually born and raised in southern New Jersey, so we're talking anything Eagles, anything Sixers, anything Flyers. You know, anything from the Philadelphia sports market is all in, is, is what I was raised on, so definitely – you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Eagles fan. You know, we won the Super Bowl two years ago, and, you know, we got to build on that and, and see what's going to go on this offseason and, and, and make better moves. So having said that, uh, some may wonder, okay, these guys are best friends, and Eddie's all things Washington, them Redskins. Marcus is everything Philly. Them Eagles are in the same division. Bird gang. How can they possibly do it? But we will 100% be bringing you unbiased, just regular as it is opinions um facts what have you i mean absolutely even, even before we started this uh you know being a redskins fan is like being in a bad abusive relationship that you can't get out of uh you know you should walk away but you just can't so usually uh we're getting our teeth kicked in um at some point uh during the season so marcus and i will just you know, BS about that, but I mean, I don't take it personal because it just is what it is, you know. And likewise, over here with the, with the Philadelphia sports market, especially with my Eagles, you know, half the time we're trying to talk each other off of a ledge a little bit because we're always getting <laughs> upset at you know X, Y, and Z coaching call. Well, Doug Peterson should have did this, and you know, but we're trying to be you know as objective as possible and just you know just give some average sports guy opinion. So basically, we will. Um on on all of our shows be breaking down the NFC East obviously primary uh, heavily with the Redskins and the Eagles but um you know we will have our fair share of uh you know basically shitting on the Cowboys absolutely because that's what everybody loves to do unless you're uh one of those Cowboys fans then um you know hey everybody ain't perfect but you know Absolutely, and we definitely got to, you know, talk about those Giants, too, because they're definitely hurting right now. Like, what are they doing up there? What are they doing? Well, that's actually a a great segue into uh, what, first and foremost, I think we need to talk about. Let's get into this sports thing. Absolutely. The Cleveland Browns. So, you just mentioned the Giants. They dealt Odell up to Cleveland. Absolutely. Olivier Vernon, he's over there, too. Right. 
So, so yeah. So let's just get into that. What is going on? I mean, what did you say we were talking off air a little while ago? Uh, what did you call them? Uh, you said they're assembling the Avengers. Avengers assemble. I essentially think that John Dorsey of the Browns, he's their new GM. He started out with Kansas City, you know, built that beautiful team up there. And now he moved on to the Browns and he's totally killing it right now. This dude is straight up Nick Fury. This dude got <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. He got Olivier Vernon. He already sitting there with, you know, Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry. They have... They got the rookie uh, Callaway. They got Callaway, who's, who's got receiver. burners. They got Nick Chubb. They got everybody. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Like, these guys are looking pretty nasty. Now. And then not to mention, their defense was already nasty anyway. <sighs> because they got Miles Garrett coming off the edge. Miles Garrett on one side. Olivier Vernon on the other. What are you yeah. going to do? I mean, they're, they're young. They're animals i mean to me they're just about everything you want in the defense but let's talk about baker mayfield that man's a gunslinger i mean i thought he should have been in you know from game one but i understand hugh jackson right. he wanted to give tyrod a chance right uh, i mean it's no secret we knew tyrod wasn't gonna finish the season not at all i i mean i never wish anybody to get hurt obviously we knew it was going to happen. He's just not durable. Um, but not only that, uh, he, in my opinion, especially watching him on Hard Knocks last year, mm-hmm. you could just see um, Baker just had that it factor. Right. And I don't know, man. Uh, He's a natural-born leader. I totally agree, 100%. Like, he just, he's just that guy that's always, you know, about having fun. You know, um, you know, just that whole camaraderie piece. Um, he's a, he's, he definitely comes off like a leader of men. So, also, um, this moves me into my next point with Baker. I definitely think he'll be able to handle a diva like Odell Beckham Jr. And I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah, because, I mean, that dude is 100% diva. And I think that's part of the reason why, you know, the the Giants had to move on from him. Because, ultimately, they're going to be looking to bring in a young quarterback. And the last thing you want is a top five receiver yapping your, your your rookie quarterback's ear off after Eli's gone. So they definitely had to move on and start the whole rebuilding process. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and, and Baker Baker is is a fiery guy. Uh, oh, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, just looking at the pieces that they have, uh, obviously they have a new coach coming in and, and, and that system, which, again, I think will suit Baker well. Right. Um, so, it, if anything, to me, they're going to be probably one of the funnest teams to watch. Oh, um, absolutely. If if anything else. so I'm uh, totally watching. I'm watching game one. Right. <laughs> I'm so, to- watching game one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, we're going to get away from that. We just had – I mean, that was just yeah. – when the news broke, uh, was it yesterday or the day before when, when, when Odell right. got sent up there, which I had told you before the combine. I yeah. was like, I can see him – in Cleveland. You called it. And it happened, so that was cool. So we are going to get into uh, some of the latest moves that the Redskins and the Eagles have made. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with the Eagles. All right, so um, the first news that I heard of um, coming out from the Eagles camp in the bird's nest, um, we signed Malik Jackson to a three-year, $30 million deal. Um, in 2017, you know, uh, according to Bleacher Report, you know, he came off of an eight and a half sack season, but last year only had about three and a half. But based on what I've seen on YouTube, this dude is a complete monster. And lining this guy up uh, next to Fletcher Cox is definitely going to be a problem. In my opinion, overall, I think he's a total upgrade over Timmy Jernigan, especially after him having those back issues last year. 
Um, on top of that, you know, we definitely signed Deshaun Jackson, you know, three-year, $27 million. Um, That's going to hurt us. That's, that's definitely going to hurt because he's a former Redskin. <laughs> although, <laughs> although we brought in my man Landon Collins. You did. So it's gonna I mean, be it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a battle out there, um, especially when it comes to Eagles Redskins game because Landon Collins I do respect him definitely as a as a as a, a definitely seasoned vet uh, safety back there. Um, yeah, so Deshaun Jackson thirteen mil guaranteed last year. Um, he averaged about eighteen point nine yards per catch, and you know going and, and listening and reading some of the blogs with some of the Philadelphia sports market, they're like, oh man, why did we sign him? He's old. He's this. He's that. 18.9 yards a reception is nothing to shun or throw away or what. No, that is a big deal. This dude still has burners. He has 589 career catches and 10,261 receiving yards total throughout his career. So this is all coming from 247 Sports, but I think this guy still can be a problem. And I definitely think he's going to open up the back end of the field uh, for our opposing defenses. Well, yeah. I mean, not only that, but, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, he's still got burners. He can still potentially take the top off of defense. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a huge safety blanket for Carson Wentz. A hundred percent, because I'm worried about that guy. Um, I think, obviously, you guys still have some more needs to address, as, as do the Redskins and, and hell, probably just about every other team. 100%. Not, not named Cleveland. Uh-huh. Um, but no, so you guys, I mean, if you could solidify a run game, mm-hmm. and you guys still have your tight end, was it Ertz? We still have Zach Ertz, we still have Alshon, we still have, you know, even our running backs, even though they're not top-notch, they're definitely serviceable. Serviceable, yeah, yeah. for sure. So I mean, if your 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 line can hold up, I mean, yeah, I mean, to me, the way I see it as it is now, obviously mm-hmm. games aren't played in in the off season and all that. But Not at all. I mean, you guys are still favorited uh, to win the division um, on paper. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the Giants have going on up there. It looks like a total. <laughs> dumpster fire they're like gonna be in the basement i'm sorry to trash these giants but they're looking pretty bad but you know who i feel bad for is saquon barkley man this dude is looking like will smith after they cleaned out that house he's like where my family at yo they're gonna run that dude into the ground because they don't have any other options i mean obviously they'll try to address something in the draft i mean is my best guess but um that that'll be that'll be interesting but Dallas, they they just don't have no money. They don't have any money. They've done nothing. They signed a guy. I don't remember his name right now. They signed a guy from the minor leagues to come in and back up. Jason <laughs> Witten, who they just pulled out of the booth, apparently because he was anemic. Right. Like, listening to this guy on TV was apparently god-awful. I didn't really listen to him that much. But... I didn't think he was that bad. I mean, he yeah. was new, you know, I mean. <laughs> but... There's a learning curve. Right. Um... Yeah. Oh man! And then Steve Smith was on NFL Network. I was just and, about to go there, <laughs> and he had said, "No, I don't, I'm not going back to play." He's like, "I'm actually good on TV." I'm actually good on TV. I said, "Ooh." I said, "Why you do that, man?" Well, like he had that. to do that. But that's Steve Smith's personality, though. If there's a jab, he's gonna he's definitely gonna hit you with one. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what's going on with Dallas uh, down there. <sighs> the the Giants dumpster fire. Total so, dumpster fire. And I mean, hell, even even us with the Redskins, and and I'll get into some of our moves that we've recently made. Right, uh, people we've acquired, people who have left, mm-hmm. but our quarterback situation is is up in the air. So I mean, the way I see it right now, as mm-hmm. is, assuming Carson comes back, um, right, com- completely healthy, which I believe he should be because they mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten rid of Foles. You know, they would have made sure he was still there. Right. Um, 
but it's your division to lose. A hundred percent. Um, it's a, it's and definitely we have to tighten up the game plan a little bit because you know, like Eagles fans, we will we will criticize everything down to the snap count. Um, <laughs> I think we need to make, you know, smarter uh, smarter game plan decisions. You know, there's a couple of times last year where we're on the opposite side, you know, of the field and we're we're literally in the red zone and instead of going for it or instead of making the correct call and of running the ball, you know, we'll have like some type of bubble screen. We, we just got to tighten up the calls a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the whole free agency market thing, you know, um, I think also um, another reason, going back to your point about Carson Wentz, why we had to re-sign Jason Peters, you know, the bodyguard. I mean, yes, he's older. Yes, he's, he's going out like literally every other game. But at the same time, the question always is, well, who are you going to replace him with? So, you know, bringing him back for one more year, um, getting some of our, our, our depth guys, you know, back up to speed and, and, you know, developing those guys, I think we'll probably move on from Jason Peters next year. Speaking of that contract, he's, he's got a $3.5 million deal. This is Bleacher Report again. Um, it's worth $10 million, but he has 5.5 guaranteed, which isn't a bad contract. No. At all, it's somebody at his age. I mean, he's he's basically Philadelphia's version of Trent Trent Williams. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, same tier. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Those are guys you're definitely gonna find, you know, in the Hall of Fame and, and things like that. And those are guys you, that should stick around forever, and then they're just the staple and the cornerstone of the franchise. Right. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Redskins brought in Landon Collins. <laughs> now everybody freaked out when they first saw the numbers: six year, eighty four million. You, you can't you can't look at that. You it's have to look at the number. guarantees. It's a show me number, right? So you have to look at the guarantees. Essentially, the deal is uh, three years. Was it forty forty five million dollars? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he and us being in the cap situation we are now, right. I mean, he's only going to count four million against the cap this right. year. Right now, next year, I believe it's like fourteen or sixteen million dollars. Okay, uh, but you know, everybody's cap numbers going to go up. Mm-hmm. You know, the year after next. So right. if you look at the the essentially the average or the percentage number right as the years go on the percentage it's not like it jumps and jumps and jumps up higher mm-hmm. um, so I think it's a team-friendly deal mm-hmm. they can essentially get out of it after mm-hmm. three years but this dude lays the wood and he's a, yeah he's he's definitely not afraid to, to lay somebody out he doesn't care um, he's, he's one of those guys that's definitely gonna make a play on the ball um, I think that you know, sometimes he might jump, you know, a little bit more than he should. But in all in all, compared to when you guys brought in Ha Ha last year, I definitely think it's an upgrade. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Now, ha- having said that, we do need to address the obviously the safety uh, position. We can't just roll with him. I think as it starts now, I would go with Monte Nicholson mm. um, starting opposite him. I mean, he's younger. Right. Uh, obviously, get him the rest. He got himself arrested. Right at the end of the season last year, throwing, I mean, throwing haymakers outside of the bar. Hey, man. Um, but I mean, maybe one game suspension, whatever. But right. again, I think we'll we'll address that issue. Or, or I let me rephrase that. I hope that we address that uh, position as well. Troy mm-hmm. Apke, uh, we drafted him last year. He was right. often injured. I mean, that mm-hmm. kid can fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think at most. At least for now, um, assuming he's healthy, I mean, he gives you um, some great speed on special teams or, or right. whatever. But back to Landon Collins, I mean, I'm excited probably not as much as him. And the reason I say that is because, well, first of all, he got $84 million. Secondly, I mean, this guy grew up and idolized Sean Taylor. Sean T. So everybody in the DMV that follows the Redskins, that I mean, dude was a even problem. just if you – Follow the NFL. Everybody knows 
about Sean Taylor. Absolutely. Every, we've all seen his highlights on YouTube, hard-hitting, all that stuff, ball hawk, uh, the whole nine. But Landon Collins really has modeled his game after that. Um, mm-hmm. And it was interesting. I saw Dan Snyder, uh, when they went out to uh, dinner last night, gave him – apparently he has two uh, signed game jerseys left from Sean Taylor and wow. actually gave one. That's a to, big deal. Yeah. And so I was watching the press conference uh, earlier. Wow. And Landon was actually getting choked up, and he was saying, like, he couldn't even, like, touch the jersey for, like, 30 minutes or whatever. Oh, so, absolutely not. So, I mean, that dude pays – immense respect to the position to the game right and to sean taylor so um i was hearing on on the radio too um they were putting out the question well should he wear 21 um at first i was you know i think uh, my first thought is wait a minute no like you can't disrespect that number uh but i mean having thought about it thought about it thought about it i think it should be um Sean Taylor's family's decision. Absolutely. If, if they're okay with it. I totally agree. And Landon wants to do that. Now, my my only thing with that is, because I know how Redskins fans are, because I'm one of them, mm-hmm. the second he's wearing that number and he misses a tackle, something like he gets burned. It's over. And it's over. say the first month or so of the season, he's just kind of, nah, then I... I don't want that for him. Right. You, know, um, you got to think about that side. Yeah, I mean, devil's advocate. DJ Swearinger's up out of here, so 36 <laughs> is available. I mean, you know, yeah. Sean Taylor wore 36. Right. Uh, he wore 26 in, in college at University of Miami. So, I mean, there's different avenues. But overall, like, I mm-hmm. – I, I like his leadership that he's bringing. I yeah. like he's a uh, he's definite vet. Absolutely, you yeah. gotta have him in the locker room. And not only that, he's a straight dog. Yeah. Like that's what that's what we need. Mm-hmm. And I mean, DJ was that, but I mean, his mouth ran his ass up out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I mean, what are you gonna do? And yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you know, you had mentioned Haha early, uh, right. which he just signed with the Bears uh, right. on a one year deal. Mm-hmm. You know, God bless him. I'm I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. He's an Alabama guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it seems like we've been going to that Alabama well in the draft the last couple of years. And it's been working well because that defense, I don't care what anybody says, um, that front four is dangerous. Um, your linebackers are legit. Um, you just have an overall, in my opinion, solid defense. I mean, everybody has holes. Everybody has things they can work right. on. That's why you brought in Landon Collins and maybe a corner. But outside of that, you still have a pretty legit defense. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how it'll go. You know, we got Matt Ioannidis, uh, yeah. John Allen, Deron Payne. Yep. We got Tim Settle, who mm-hmm. who can come in and and you know put his hands in the dirt and and get after it as well. This would be his second Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, it's interesting. I do think we need to address a linebacker position, mm-hmm. now, and I say that assuming Reuben Foster is going to eventually serve some sort of a suspension right. um, for what had happened last year, what he was accused of. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting. I mean, we got the draft around the corner. Yes, we do. So I mean, we'll. We'll definitely, um, we'll definitely see that. Now, some of the, you know, key guys for the Redskins that have moved on. We have Jamison Crowder. Uh, he signed with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a great deal for the Jets. I mean, he'll be a he'll be a good outlet. Absolutely. Um, he's got short hands, win healthy. I mean, that kid can run routes. Um, I actually met him and. He couldn't have been nicer, more humble. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I think the Jets made out well. Absolutely. Uh, Preston Smith, um, 
I, I'm not. I, I can't say I'm sad that he's gone. I mean, Green Bay. Right. I I think they're getting a good player. He's a good, solid player. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can get more out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he he'll he'll get his sacks and bunches and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Now, the one thing I don't necessarily like when people look at edge rushers, they just look at sack totals. That's like trying it's, to look at a quarterback and right. say, but how many wins does he have? There's there's more to the picture right. than that. Because Preston Smith does and and he has had interceptions. Right. He's batted balls down. Right. You know what I mean? He's he's pushed guys around that may have hurried up the quarterback. So, that's what I was about to say. So that's what I'm saying. So he's a solid all around player. Yes. So like I said, I mean had he stayed, I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean at probably the number he was asking, well, ultimately, I mean, you look at the contract that he got in in, in Green Bay. Right. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I mean, he's getting paid. The skins, the skins just weren't in on that, and that's fine. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if we're gonna slide um, Ryan Anderson, uh, linebacker out of Alabama. Yeah, um, I like, over I like there. Ryan Anderson. Um, you know, I know his first year he was he was injured. Last year, I thought I thought he played well, mm-hmm. um, especially in spots. So we'll see. I mean, we got. Um, What's it, Rob Ryan? Rob Ryan on, on right. the defense. So I, I believe he's solely coaching linebackers. That's, and that's a defensive mind right there. Yeah, it, you know all them the, the whole Ryan family. The whole so, Ryan family. Yeah. So so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. Now, Case Keenum. <laughs> He's a guy that you can stick in there, and you could just ask him not to screw up. That's that's his job, <laughs> not screw up. Your job is to hand it off to Adrian Peterson right. or or guys. Yeah, you know, make make legit throws, and that's it. That's your job. You're a bridge guy. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think I just hope Redskins fans temper their expectations uh-huh. and. Don't think he's going to repeat what he did in Minnesota that year. But what did he have in Minnesota? He had running backs, he had receivers, and he had a legit offensive line. And when healthy, your offensive line is legit. I don't care what anybody says. No, so I'll agree there. Now, the key component missing, receivers. Ah, We don't have a Diggs. We don't have a Thielen. Yeah. I mean, we have... Paul, I mean, we have Paul Richardson coming off of shoulder surgery, so yeah. we'll see how that is. Jordan and Reed, when when healthy, when healthy, yes. We have Josh Doxson. I mean, that I don't want, even want to get into that. Not, <laughs> not on this show. Uh-huh. Um, we'll we'll kick that can down the road mm-hmm. when when you know later shows we'll go position by position. Oh, and, absolutely, and got to break that down. I, I would trade him to anybody for. <laughs> Tater tots and a, and a ham sandwich at this point, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just... I, anyway. Yeah, he's got to catch it. But, so... <laughs> That's your job. So, to, to bring it back, you did say, or mention AP. So, we, yes. did, we did resign AP. Yes, two, you did. Two-year deal, $8 million. There you go. Um, that second year, I believe, is an option. Mm-hmm. So, my thought is, okay, you bring Geis back in, off the ACL. Mm. Um, they can call it what they want through camp, competition, whatever. Adrian Peterson is a great mentor for Darius Geis. They great can bet. they can split carries. Yes, they can. I still think AP will be effective. Mm-hmm. Um, our because you saw in the beginning of the, of the season when our line was healthy. Right. I mean, you guys were running the ball down people's throats. I mean, he was doing well. He was doing so, well. I mean, even even after most of our line went down. I mean, I think we had probably one of or if not like the highest um offensive line combinations absolutely i think it was like what 15 16 maybe even 20 different combinations they said last year i mean it was ridiculous and ap still found a way um gash does for like what is it 93 96 96 yards (laughs) i was just about to say that 
Mark Sanchez's oh, best best play as a Redskin was that handoff to AP. Oh man, <laughs> out of the end zone, and I was upset because I'm thinking I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, all you got to do literally is just fill all the gaps on the line, and there's nothing. To re- Everybody in their mom knew it was going to be a run play, right? And what does Jim Schwartz do? We're going to go wide nines, leave the A gap open, <laughs> and what is and what does AP do? Yeah, I'm going to run it straight up the gut, gash for 96 yards, score a touchdown. Yeah, I was. Heated. No, I mean, hey, I, I, once I saw him plant that foot, I said, "Oh and God!" Get, and get his shoulder square up field. It I was said, no. There's nothing you can do. And he got to that second level. I said, "Oh man!" I said, "Man, that boy gone." That play's still burning in my soul. I don't care. I, they actually was... just. I just saw it um, earlier today. Course, yeah, that's, that's definitely gonna be a highlight. <laughs> but yeah, so then, the, the most interesting thing to me. So just to kind of touch on the draft, we'll get into more more of that on next um, episodes leading up to the draft. Right, uh, but. Uh, Rosen from Arizona. Now, the way things are looking, obviously Arizona has the number one overall pick. Uh, yes. There's connection between Kyler Murray and their coach. I guess they got the same agents, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see him going there. He'll probably go 1-1. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're going to get rid of Rosen. I yeah. I wouldn't be um, opposed to bringing him into D.C. That'd now, be nice I've, been, I've been hearing and reading a whole bunch, you know, to, to give up the 15th pick. Would you do it? Would you do that? I mean, reports out of Arizona is they're fine with taking a second or a third or, right. or, or whatever. So, I mean, I obviously would try to give them the least. I wouldn't. But ultimately, if it took and required that uh, first overall pick, 15th slot, or excuse me, not first overall pick, first round pick, 15th overall, I would mm-hmm. do it. Um, Absolutely. Because there's nobody else really in the draft that at 15, because you're not going to move up. I mean, you can't, what are are you going to mortgage? I mean, we tried that with RG3. Uh Um, Now, having said that, if you believe in your guy, that's your guy, then you you do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Nobody can tell you any different. However, not this draft. Because you you can't move up to number one to to draft Kyler. No. Um, So, if it did require that 15th pick mm-hmm. or 15th overall pick mm-hmm. to, to bring him in, I would do it. Right. Um, because, you you know, as you were saying before, like our offensive line, obviously health, you know, being, mm-hmm. being the question mark. Right. But essentially, if we can keep him upright and yeah. our run game does prove to be what it is, right. teams can't really – how do you say it? Like – you can stack the box if you want to. But you're still going to get your yards. Yeah, you're still going to get your yards. You're still going to have, yeah. you know, Jordan Reed. You're still going to have some of your wide receivers, whoever right. the hell they're going to be. Right. But that it should it should open things up for Rosen. But, again, you Play don't – action will be there. Yeah, you don't want him dropping back 30, 40, 50 times a game. I'm absolutely You know not. what I mean? It, because that – well, then that, I mean, that says a lot. A, you don't want him throwing that much. And, B, that means your run game is non-existent. Right. Now – Jay Gruden has in the past gotten away from the run when he mm-hmm. has a quarterback that can throw and will throw. Mm-hmm. So I just hope he doesn't do that because right. I think Geis is going to be an animal. Saquon, oh, no, absolutely. he won't be on that level. Um, but I think he'll be more than serviceable. I mean, right. the dude's strong as hell. He's fast. He's he going to get you five, get five and a half a, a carry easy. Yeah, and then like I said, you're splitting him with AP. We still have uh, Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. Again, health. Yeah. You know, if, if he can stay on I the like field. I like Chris Thompson. He's like Sproles 2.0. Right. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. But, again, I think our team situation setup for Rosen is better than what they have going on in Arizona. Now. Absolutely. So, I mean, we'll see. But I, I, I don't 
want the Redskins to say, ha-ha, we've solved the quarterback issue. Oh, we no. have Keenum. Nope. We have Colt McCoy. For some reason, the team won't acknowledge or whatever. They just still keep saying Alex Smith is coming back. He's coming back. I mean, I saw the injury just like you did. Well, we, I, we, I saw it once. <laughs> it was enough. It was I saw enough. it one time. Right. And I was done after that. Right. And I mean, <laughs> we're we're definitely not medical experts. No, not at, at all. all. But they, I he's mean, got, yeah, they're the best doctors in the world. So but I mean, know. you you look at that, and I saw it was. Um, he was at, was it a Caps or Wizards? I think it was a Wizards game. Mm-hmm. Some, he was with his son, and they showed him he had that metal contraption thing around his leg. Wow. And with all those pins, like, oh, screwed God, in it. Oh, God, no. Nope. Right. And so, but people are still saying that he still has that on. He is, I mean, what are we, five, six months removed from, yeah. from the injury, from the surgery? Yeah. And he hasn't even begun, like, major rehab. So, clearly, he won't be there this year. No. I, my own personal opinion, I don't think he'll play football again. No, um, I think he's done. Yeah. I think he's done. It's too late in his career. Um, there's that that injury apparently was was one of the worst uh, that we've seen in recent history. Yeah. Um, there's not too much that I mean. I mean. I mean. We did see Peyton Manning, a man, like obviously with the neck injury, he did come back, but he just wasn't the same guy. Well, I mean, it ended Joe Theismann's career. Oh, the same, there you go. That same too. same injury. Uh huh. It was a home game. Mm-hmm. Same. I mean, everything was the exact same. I think their age was off by like a year or something. But it was right. like on the same day. They did 30, say that. 30, yes. 33 I remember they later, quoted whatever. that. Yes. Yeah, that shit was creepy. But I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I I don't know. I. You got that's. I mean, you I mean when you're throwing it, it, I mean a lot of it has to do with your legs. So I mean, if the leg's not right, I mean, what kind of quality of a career would you have after the fact if you're trying to get back into being a quarterback when you're not necessarily 100 percent or even close to half of what you might be? Right. But then, but then there's the trust factor. I mean, oh, that th- too. look at look at Carson Wentz coming off of that ACL. I mean, they yeah. always say, okay, so it's like six months. I mean, I tore my ACL. They said too. six, eight months, but it's really more like, like a, a year, year, a little bit over a year to actually get back to 100, 100 percent. Right. And and part of that 100 percent is actually trusting the leg, trusting, trusting the, the leg. knee that you could plant, cut, do whatever it is you need to do, essentially without thinking about it. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, God bless Alex. I mean, for sure. I mean, if, by, by all accounts, I mean, he couldn't be a nicer guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely um, a nice guy. So, I mean, for me, I mean, like you hear about the um, the injury, uh, or excuse me, infections and mm-hmm. all the multiple surgeries and all that stuff. I mean, I, I mean, hell, I just hope the guy can walk. Yeah, absolutely. You know, That's a blessing a, and a half to yeah, be able to walk. Yeah, I mean, let alone playing football. Right. But since we are here to talk about football and to talk about um, – essentially the moves that we're making and mm-hmm. not making and, and what we hope to make. Yeah. So right. I, I will, I will end it on that by saying, I hope like hell they bring in Rosen um, because there's nobody else out there. Right. And, and just, Hey, build around him, get a receiver in the draft, Absolutely. Um, you know, or an edge rusher. I mean, yeah, I don't know. You can stack that defense but. and see what it can do. Um, on the Eagle side, you know, we had a few people leave. Um, or a few people that are potentially about to leave. Um, I'm going to start off with Jordan Hicks. This guy signed a huge contract, in my opinion, for his career. Um, $36 million deal, um, $20 million guaranteed with the Cardinals. Mm. Um, Jordan Hicks, in my opinion, uh, as far as Eagles linebackers, um, he's one of the smartest guys, especially when it comes to identifying exactly what the offense is doing pre-snap. And getting his guys, you know, lined up and set and everything, uh, I think he's one of the best linebackers I've ever seen um, as far as making those calls. But unfortunately with Jordan Hicks, he's just not the healthiest guy. Um, (laughs) This guy stays injured. I've only seen him play like 
pretty much a full season last season. Like when he first when we first got him, it was a pectoral injury. I'm pretty sure it was something with his leg. He just can't stay healthy. He can't stay on the field. So I do uh, completely agree with you know the Eagles not you know giving him that kind of money because you don't know what it, you don't know what his health is going to be like. You know right. he's going to be able to pay for play for a full season. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that, and then you know Golden Tate. Now Golden Tate is an interesting guy. I wanted him, man. Oh uh, yeah, I bet you did. Um, <laughs> I I loved him. I mean, with the time that he got there, you know, it was a slow start. You know, getting a few catches here and there. Um, you know, I, I I honestly thought they could have featured him. More, more early yeah. and often. Yeah, I mean because I understand. You know, there's the learning, learning a new offense, learning you know cadences, yes. learning the playbook. Yeah, all that type of stuff, and mm-hmm. you know that takes time. I mean, we saw it with Amari Cooper, right? Up, uh, you know, down in Dallas, mm-hmm. but that guy gets open. He gets. Oh, I don't. His. He, I think it's it's his technique. It's his feet. It's his. It's what he does with his head. Um, he's just one of those guys that there's nothing you can do about it. You, he just gets. Open. I mean, even going back to the playoffs, you know, playing the Bears, which I thought, you know, that was probably, you know, I thought we were going to lose that game up until, you know, Nick Foles, you know, tricky Nick gets down there and just throws that pass and he uses that head fake to catch that ball into the end zone. In my opinion, you know, bringing him there just for just to experience that and just to get us to, you know, a place where we can play. The Saints in the next game, I thought that was totally worth giving up a third and then getting a comp third back next year. Right, yeah, because I was going to say, because he signed with the Giants. He signed with the Giants. He definitely signed with the Giants. And the crazy part is, it's like, this whole offseason, this guy has been, like, on Twitter trolling the Eagles. Like, this guy was like, oh, word, like, you're going to sign... You're going to sit there, you're going to sign Deshaun Jackson. Oh, you're going to sign Malik Jackson. Well, just so you guys know, like, just kind of like, well, what are Cole, those? Well, Cole Beasley was doing the same doing thing. Doing the same thing. It's kind of like that girlfriend that, you know, you just kind of like, you just kind of like, you're dating for a little bit. You just like leave alone. And then they're still like sending you tweets and texts and just throwing like, like side shots and your, your friends yeah. are telling you about it. That's exactly how I feel Golden Tate was, how Golden Tate was acting in this offseason. Like he was, he put up stats like, which is a legit stat. Like, don't get me wrong. I love this guy, but. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like if a team doesn't seem to think that you fit their system, then, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Granted, you were great for us, but I think he'll definitely, especially now with the Giants, will be better off. I mean, looking at this guy's numbers, and this is another Beecher Bleacher Report stat, um, this guy, you know, has in recent history 23 forced missed tackles. That's like the most out of any, any receiver out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big deal because he's one of those yards, not just catching the ball. This dude has crazy hands, but yeah, yards but gets, after the catch. This yeah. dude yeah, dances say, and makes people miss. It's right, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I would say his his, his yak numbers are, are, are vicious. vicious. And, and and again, that's why I wanted him to come 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 to watch. <sighs> if he was a Redskin, I'd probably be upset. Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> I'd be I'd be pretty mad at that. I mean, okay. So now, having said that, he's he's still within the division. Right. Eli is. Nah, you know, yeah. at this point, Back end. at this point, he is a jag, just he, a guy. He's just but, a guy. He's yeah. But um, yeah, I be mean, you already know he's gonna try to ball out against you guys. And yeah, he's oh he's yeah. It's definitely gonna feel <laughs> it's definitely gonna feel that guy. He's like they didn't resign me. I'm gonna go out and I'm, I'm gonna put up you know 300 yards receiving and do all this. Cr- hey man, do what you do. Um, make 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 it do what it do. But you know, I think our defense is still is still pretty solid. Um, you know, leading me to my next point, um, Ronald Darby, um, he's, he's definitely being shopped around or he's actually not shopped around. He's actually, you know, looking for, you know, more money and I don't blame him. Um, when he was healthy, 
he, in my opinion, was the best corner on the squad. Um, he had a little mm-hmm. bit of a slow start, but once he actually started trusting, you know, his legs again and 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 and, and being in coverage and things like that, I definitely saw him as the best cornerback on our team. But you know, ultimately, once again, what happened? He got injured. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm I'm thinking, you know, like Howie and the rest of that front office, we can't we can't give up a ton of money to a guy once again who we can't depend on. Um, I loved him as an Eagle. Um, he made a ton of legit plays. You know, he was on that Super Bowl squad, great corner. But right. I think I'm leaning towards as far as my Eagles is, you know, leaning a little bit more on our younger talent. I mean, even going back to the Saints game in the playoffs last year, um, we had guys like Craven LeBlanc, um, Rasul Douglas, um, even uh, Avante Maddox. These guys were mm-hmm. balling out. Um, That's the best I've seen them all season. I mean, most of those guys came in during that Cowboys game, and they they just looked a little bit out of sorts just because, you know, they're they're like, oh, God. like they're fresh. Yeah, Yeah. they're fresh. They're like, oh, my God, I'm actually in an NFL game. And then I think over the course of the back, you know, back third of that season, you know, the game slowed down for them, and they just started, you know, trusting their, their instincts and making plays. I mean, dude picked off. Drew Brees. We're talking Drew Brees here. <laughs> that playoff game. Like, that was a big deal. That was the opening play of the whole game. We just right. turned around, snatched that bad boy out of the air. Yeah. So, I think going into this next season, I think our younger cornerbacks, you know, they definitely have a lot more confidence. And uh, the rest of Eagles Nation is going to agree with me on this next point. Rasul Douglas, in my opinion, can start on probably about half the teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's a pretty legit corner. I just don't think he's gotten the amount of reps that he could have gotten and I think that's all because of how great Darby was for us right so I think we should definitely be giving him a, a definite shot this year and then as far as Jalen Mills that guy's got to work on that double move situation because anytime there's a double <laughs> move you can see a guy like five steps beyond him, you know catching it for almost a touchdown um, mm-hmm. he's got to work on that so yeah going back to you know the people who are you know leaving the Eagles you know Ronald Darby if he does sign somewhere else you know he will be missed and then we just had, you know, a breaking news update. You know, we definitely see that J-Matt is going to be signing with the Niners. Yep. Um, J-Matt, you know, we drafted the guy. Um, I love him. He's got good hands. He's a good slot guy. Um, he, he definitely creates separation. He had that big catch in the Saints game, you know, last season, you know, um, f- with Nick Foles and, and, and that long, I think it was like a 40, 50-yard pass, things like that. So, you now I wish him all the best going to the 49ers. Which, I mean, he should he should help them out with right. uh, Jimmy Garoppolo coming off of that torn ACL. I believe it's right. torn ACL. Yeah. Um, Jimmy. Jimmy yeah. G. And, I mean, hell, the way I see it, anybody in Shanahan's offense, he's going to get you open. Oh, he's definitely going to get you and, open. And, and, and Jimmy G can get him the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think – I think he'll do well there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, also, I mean, I like Shanahan as a coach. I mean, look what he did when his time when he was with Atlanta and he had Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. These guys were sitting in the Super Bowl. Um, Julio Jones, at that point in his career, in my opinion, he was the best receiver in the league. There's nothing you could do about it. You put the ball up, this dude snatches it down, <laughs> and then you're sitting there, your corner's looking around like, what the heck just happened? Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Kyle well, Shanahan out there, I think he's going to do a great job. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, um, last and final point, you know, we got needs um, with this Eagles team, just like any other team. Um, you know, we definitely need a linebacker. Yes, we did sign a guy by the name of LJ Fort, you know, $1.9 million deal. Apparently, he's more of a special teams guy. Took 29% of the snaps uh, last season, but most of the time he was on special teams. This is another Bleacher Reports that. 
Um, we definitely need to find a running back. Um, at this point, I mean, I don't know if we really have a, you know, a guy that we really want to sign. I mean, Tevin Campbell was out there. We'll give you Rob Kelly. Hey, I, I don't know about all that. So, <laughs> so that guy was out there. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Tevin Coleman. I'm sorry, Tevin yeah. Coleman. Tevin Coleman was out there. Um, I was hoping to scoop him. I knew that Mark Ingram wasn't going to be an eagle just because of all the strength of the smack this man was talking last year. You can't talk that much smack and then <laughs> you know go ahead and hop on the get get the green get the green on. So I knew that definitely wasn't going to happen, well, especially I, with your guys' fan base. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. We would have let you. <laughs> That's one thing that you guys have to understand. Whatever stories you hear coming out of Philly, as far as our fan base, believe it because it probably happened. Oh, everybody knows. It's, it's That's true. I, I'm telling you, I, I will never. <laughs> I will never go to Philly to watch any sports game. If I did, it would I would wear just a black T-shirt. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Don't 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 rock your colors in you know in nope. Philly because it's just like going out west and 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 set tripping. You don't want to do that. No. Um, yeah, I mean, we we're the type of t- we're the type of guys that you know in the middle of the winter in December we're throwing snowballs and and beer at at Santa Claus just because he has on red. That's right. the type of that's the type of that's the type of base we have. So just to get off of football real quick, you know, we're talking about you know from you know DC and Philly shit. Right, right, so right. you guys got Bryce Harper. Right. Oh, so, yes. So I'm uh, the only reason. <laughs> Yeah, that's a big deal. First, I will just just say, and, and and we'll keep this whole baseball thing short, but I'm all for it, man. Go out, get your money, <laughs> right? But you, you go to you go to a division rival, D- and then the it, division like, rival. Go to Miami. Go to like, yeah, go somewhere else. Like <laughs> if you're gonna stay in our division, go to Miami. Like nobody cares. But he went to Philly, and I mean he's he's making fu money. I mean, dude, uh, dude. he's getting paid now. <laughs> It's like three hundred something million. Yeah. So net was I guess is like three hundred and thirty million yeah, over ten years. Okay. Like so the dumbest part of that deal is the thirteen years no opt out. Right. Interesting. Right? <sighs> Interesting. And so you would think normally after a couple years yeah. you'd be able to opt out or the team right. be able to opt out or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, that's neither here nor there. I was saying all this to say <laughs> your fan base. So I was looking at Twitter and and everything else once once they signed. Hey. So when it was reported, you know, okay, Bryce is going to go here, he's going to go yeah. there. Oh, he may, you know, Philly's back in play. No, 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 Philly's out of it. Mm-hmm. People, right. people were were saying. You know, f you, Bryce, f you, this, f you, that. You know, mm-hmm. da, da da da. And then once it dropped that he signed, then it was Bryce. We love you, we, man. We love you. I mean, yeah. you guys sold so many tickets that very next day. Jersey sells that very next day. Now, man. good good luck, and to Bryce and to the fans when he's hitting. You know, like two fifty something, he's slumping. <laughs> Let his ass go. Zero for four in, in a game. Two two strikeouts. You know, whatever. They're going to let him have it. Yeah. He is not used to that. No, the DC not. media. I, I don't know if it's because you know it's like a transient area and and all this stuff. But for for whatever reason, the DC market and and, and this is a credit to all like the beat reporters and stuff like that. I mean, they they've asked Bryce questions, but right. he just straight up last year said. I'm not going to talk about contract stuff. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. So they just left it alone. Right. That ain't flying in Philly. Oh, no. We're, we're, is, we're going to dig at you. We, we want that answer. Right. We want that answer. We give you this money. <laughs> we're going to need them answers. So I, what, what is it? April 2nd and April 3rd, you guys will be in town. Yeah. And so it'll be Scherzer mm-hmm. and then Strasburg. Yep. So that'll be fun. We should, we should hopefully be able to go actually watch that game. Right. 
That'll be fun. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So possibly give you an update afterwards. Right. <laughs> so again, so we're off the baseball stuff. Yeah. So we that that concludes you know our show for today. Again, right hey, this is our first show, so our pilot show. Right uh, on. You know we're gonna keep getting better and better and and um, you know just bringing it to you how it is. Like I said, we are primarily going to break down our two teams and then the NFC East. Mm. Um, and then once we get into the season and, and, and things of that nature, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little bit of the fantasy stuff. We like doing that. Um, you know, we'll try to get some guests on, right. you know, throughout the season and, and do some stuff. Right. But, but yeah. Last point, um, Cowboys Nation. We didn't say too much about y'all yet, but we're coming for you. We're definitely coming. You're not off the hook yet. We're going to definitely talk about your situation because, right. yeah, you guys got a little bit of issues out there, especially on your defense. We're going to break all that down. All of it. Like, all of it. All of it. <laughs> all of it. All right. I'm Eddie. I'm Marcus. And we're the Average Sports Guys. Thank you for tuning in.